0: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal way back again with our morning agenda show and it is a busy one um, after last night's reports. We're going to dissect everything which has happened um, in the past 24 hours. Um, That could be related to Declan Rice. That could be related to Romeo Lavia. So many things to discuss and I'm delighted to be joined by Charlie for this one. Charlie, how are you doing this morning?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Especially with uh, all this kind of like busy transfer talk going on. I mean, it can't, I mean, over the past few weeks, really, it's been really busy for Arsenal, but now it's getting to the nitty and gritty where things are getting to the end of their kind of, kind of, just the battles, really. It's getting to the end of it. It's, as I say, it's getting to the nitty and gritty, and once again, it's just an exciting time to be an Arsenal fan. I mean, we'll get into it, but yeah, it's it's very it's very confusing as to what I'm feeling right now. Really,
0: do you want to tell me what you're feeling?
1: Because well, no, it's guess. to do, it's, <laughs> to do with, it's to do with Declan Rice, really, and that, that's what we'll get into. It's just a bit like last night. I saw, forth, I saw I saw them. Um, yeah, I saw that. Um, Man City had bid for him I was like okay right okay we'll see we'll have to see what what happens there and then I saw it this morning that it'd been rejected it was like hmm. because obviously how much it was it was the 80 million plus 10 million pounds on add-ons and I was like you never know they might actually accept that I know that they're wanting wanting more towards 100 million but obviously we'll have we'll see what actually they do want to accept but yeah, I thought because the add-ons for Man City are kind of more—they're easier to achieve, I would say, than for Arsenal because it is to do with like the Champions League and the Premier League. I'm not saying that we're not going to be competing next year for the for the Premier League or or maybe even the Champions League, but it it would be easier for Man City to kind of reach those add-ons. So I thought maybe West Ham would accept that, but I'm very happy that they haven't. To be fair.
0: It's interesting, like the reports coming out this morning uh, within the media um, stating that West Ham United are unimpressed by Manchester City's bid. Like, black and white, they're not really impressed by how much Manchester City have offered for Declan Rice. Essentially, it's the same offer. Take away everything that you've just touched on in terms of um, the add ons, um, them being more realistic than Arsenal's. End of the day, Arsenal slapped down £90 million. Seventy-five million pounds, I think it was, and then fifteen million yeah. add-ons. And Manchester City have done the same, but they've basically done eighty million, and within 10, with 10 with ten million in add-ons. So no one's really, no one's really made a breakthrough in in this deal for Declan Rice. I still think Arsenal, hopefully, are confident, Edu, etc., etc., that they can pull this deal off. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is a bidding war. I think mm-hmm. if Arsenal and Manchester City start to get involved in a bidding war and it starts going back and forth, I think Arsenal will pull out, in my opinion, because it's going to come to a stage where Arsenal probably think to themselves, listen, is Declan Rice really worth £105 million? Is he really worth £110 million? Mm-hmm. And then you need to start being realistic. But in the back of my mind, I, I think Manchester City are not that club either, to be fair. I think Manchester City probably have a valuation in mind for Deccan Rice, probably looking at 100 million. They probably think that's probably the fair, fair enough valuation for Deccan Rice. Manchester City, they spent a lot of money. I understand that. They've got all that financial power, etc. cetera. But Manchester City are very clever when it comes to um, the transfer market. They don't overspend. You saw it in the past few windows with uh, Cucurella, when Chelsea were going in for him. Manchester City had the valuation and they, they didn't want to basically overspend in that regard. And that was justified because Cucurella has gone to Chelsea and he's not been a success. Let's, let's be serious. In previous windows, Alexis Sanchez, Cristiano Ronaldo, big, big players. But Manchester City, they're very clever in the way they, they spend their money. So I'm still confident that Arsenal will come to an a, agreement. I think there's just too much riding on it for Edu, for Arteta, uh, for the yeah. That if they, say, for example, fail in this deal, it's going to be a slap in the face for, for, for the backroom staff, for the whole club, essentially, because it's embarrassing. You do seven months of groundwork to get a player in, and Manchester City, a club which I know have that power, which have that financial backing, come in the space of, what, a week and take that player. So I still think... There's, there's there's a lot of games being played. I think David Sullivan, Sullivan, sorry, is playing a lot of games within the media. I just think West Ham want Arsenal to pay the hundred million pounds. Maybe yeah. Manchester City don't really have holding interest in Declan Rice. You you just it's never possible. know. You just never know uh, because there was a story a few days ago that Manchester City were going to bid. The bid's taken four or five days to to come to fruition. Maybe Declan Rice has given the go-ahead. Maybe his representatives have said to Manchester City, yeah, he's open to the move. Why wouldn't you be open to the move? The treble-winning outfit, they've got one of the best managers uh, in the world, if not the best ever, in Pep Guardiola. Anyone would be interested to join Manchester City. But I think David Sullivan is trying to get Arsenal to basically firm up the £100 bid to get this deal over the line maybe Manchester City want Arsenal to overspend in that regard because you sometimes see it with clubs being a bit clever in terms of negotiations. But i ask you on the 27th of June, are you still confident?
1: Yeah, the I think I've, I've seen uh, various kinds of reports or whatever on social media of Declan Rice essentially saying that apparently he does prefer a move to Arsenal because he is looking for more of a, of a team that he can make an impact on and and things like that. Because with Man City, you've got, I mean, the formation that they're playing at the moment, you've got Rodri and, and John Stones in the kind of like defensive midfielder roles. And obviously John Stones does kind of like drop back and then it goes into a back four. But both Rodri and John Stones have been immense for Man City over this, well, last season really. And you don't really see the kind of, the system that they're set up in, you don't see Declan Rice coming in and then instantly making an impact, instantly, essentially dropping either John Stones or Rodri because of how well they've been doing. Maybe there is that argument that Declan Rice is better than both of uh, than either of them, but obviously that kind of like, he, remains to be seen with Pep.
0: Do you think he could potentially play in that left-sided role that Gundogan through last season because... I he, he, he think he's got the capabilities to do that. Obviously, you've not mm. seen much of it at West Ham United because he has more responsibilities. But I think he could do that job for Arsenal. I think maybe Pep Guardiola sees him as someone who could fill that void that uh, of Gundogan's.
1: I don't know whether he. I mean, I'm sure he has the capabilities of doing it. He's definitely got the potential to play there. I just don't think. I think he is more of a kind of defensive-minded midfielder and with with having kind of like replacing Declan Rice, uh, sorry, replacing Gunduan with Declan Rice, it just doesn't seem like a like for like and it would seem like Pep would have to change the whole system, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas when we're talking with Arsenal, it seems like Declan Rice would be able to fit in either the the Thomas Partey role that he's been playing over this last season or the Granite Xhaka role. Either one of them, he could actually do a decent job. Whereas it's it's not exactly the same for Pep and Man City. And, yeah, it just doesn't seem like Declan Rice would... Well, I doubt he would want to be someone that is sat on the bench for Man City or rotated because he he would be rotated a lot more at Man City. I know that he might have more of a chance of winning something at Man City because of how dominant they have been over the last, well, six, seven years or whatever since Pep's been in the Premier League and how dominant they've been. You can see why he'd want to move there, the interest. But it just doesn't seem like he'd want to go there and be a player that, yeah, he might start – the most amount of games, but then he would be rotated. It doesn't seem like he would want to go from West Ham to being their main man, playing nearly every single minute, playing every single game, and then continuously be rotated at Man City. If he's at Arsenal, he would, well, in my opinion, he would be starting straight away. He would start over Partey. I know that there are rumours that Partey is going to be leaving to either Saudi Arabia or Juventus. I think you did a... Piece yesterday saying that Partey, he, he's prioritizing a move over Juventus and Saudi Arabia. But even if Partey is to stay, I would put Declan Rice in over Partey um, personally and Jorginho in the defensive minded role. And I mean, obviously, we've just spoken about the fact that he could play in. A number eight role as well in that left, if in that left-hand sided midfield role where Granite Jack has been playing, I'm sure he could do a, a role there. We've seen that he can score good goals for West Ham. He can score goals, but then he also does a job defensively as well. And it would be interesting to actually see him in that role because, as I say, he can do he can do both sides of the game. I just don't see that role exactly that he would have at Man City. I maybe Pep has something in mind. I'm not sure, but with Arsenal, he's been, De- Declan Rice has been Arsenal's priority since, well, the first, since I can remember earlier on in the season, there were rumours coming out saying that he's going to be our priority in the summer. And that has been the case this summer transfer window. And I don't think that we're going to let down. It just doesn't, I do think that that valuation from West Ham is a bit overwhelming for these clubs, for Arsenal and West Ham. And I think the only reason why it is so overwhelming is because of his contract situation. He is entering the last year of his contract. And I don't know whether clubs would want to pay that amount of money up front for Declan Rice, which I think think West Ham are wanting a bit more up front for him. And I don't know whether clubs would want to do that which is why there's that 15 million pounds of add-ons that we're bidding for and the 10 million pounds of bit, um, add-ons that we're paying for him. Because we don't see the fact that he should be that much money with one year left on his contract. And I completely agree with it. I don't think that he should be 90 million pounds up front or however much West Ham value him at. I don't think that he should be above that 100 million pound mark because of the amount that, the amount of time left on his contract. However, I think that if we're actually, if we're bidding that amount of money for him uh, around that 90 million pound mark and it seems like we're willing to obviously pay that 90 million pounds, I don't see why we can't just go li- just that little bit further and I'm sure that we're going to do that because we are prepared apparently to pay to, to submit another, another bid, a third bid. So obviously that remains to be seen how, what price that will be at. But I think that we should go that, just just go a little bit further, pay that 90 million or whatever up front, because we are obviously willing to pay 90 million pounds. Obviously, if we, obviously that would be if we do win the Champions League or the Premier League, whatever, that that is those add-ons. But, obviously we're willing to pay that amount of money. So I think that we should pay that amount of money because he does seem to want to prefer, he prefers Arsenal over a Man City move from what I've seen.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I I don't, I'm not, I don't think he prefers, yeah, I think he's got the, he's got the wish and he's got the desire to stay in London. I think the fact that he spoke with Mikul Arteta for the past six months He's put him in a good position. He feels probably more confident that he's going to get the opportunities that he that he deserves at Arsenal. He's going to have that main role, etc. But I don't go along with the fact that he prefers to move to Arsenal. Fair enough, yeah. When Manchester City come calling. Mm-hmm. It's Manchester City. Like, they're a massive club. They've just won the treble. Pep Guardiola, who wouldn't want to work under him? And Declan Rice is going to be at a stage where the longer this takes the longer it takes for Arsenal to meet West Ham United's valuation, he's going to get frustrated. He will get frustrated and he'll probably say to himself and he'll say to his representatives, his dad, who I think is his agent, he'll say to him, look, if Manchester City put the money up front and they meet West Ham United's valuation, I don't mind going there. It's different. It's not like it's Chelsea who are not in the Champions League. It's not like it's Liverpool who are in the Europa League or Tottenham, etc." It's Manchester City, the best team in Europe, the team which which always dominates the Premier League. So yeah, I, I, I think he he if Arsenal put the money on the table, I think he'll, he'll he'll lean towards Arsenal. But I think the longer it takes, he'll start to get frustrated. He'll start to get frustrated because he's probably thought to himself, "Look, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably thought to myself, I'd be an Arsenal player before my holiday started." And I'm on holiday. By the time I return, it's going to be pre-season. And if this deal doesn't move along the way I had hoped, I will start thinking about Manchester City. But I'm still confident. I've been confident um, for a long time. I I think Arsenal will get this deal over the line. Only because of the fact that if they don't, a lot of questions are going to be asked. Mikel Arteta is going to be very, very angry if this deal doesn't go Because he'll probably say to himself, what is the point? What is the point? If Declan Rice goes to Manchester City, a team which is already winning trophies at a high level, performing at a high level week in, week out, and they get a player like Declan Rice to strengthen that squad, the the, the difference and the margins it increases so much more. But if we get Declan Rice, we close that gap. To Manchester City, in my honest opinion, so I think it's a it's a signing that needs to be done. I, I think we'll probably hear more um, things developing later on this afternoon, and see Arsenal making a bid today. To be honest, and hopefully we can uh, get this deal over the line. Um, moving on to Romeo Lavia, Liverpool um, seemingly holding interest in the Southampton midfielder. Um, again, the price being touted is a lot. Uh, it seems that reports within the media stating that it could be upwards of 50 million pounds. I personally don't think it will be 50 million pounds. Um, I think probably looking at 40 million pounds potentially with this deal. But Chelsea holding interest in him, Liverpool holding interest in him, Arsenal holding interest in him, Manchester United in the past have held an interest in him, City have that buyback option next summer to bring him back to the club. It seems that he's a man in demand, but. It seems that Arsenal have done the groundwork again. They hold a good relationship with his agent. So what's your take on this, this perspective move?
1: I don't think that I'm any less confident with the fact that Liverpool are interested in him. Obviously, you say that we've done the groundwork with him, the agent. Um, Arsenal have a good relationship with his agent. Arsenal clearly want to bring in two midfield. Well, clearly, well, if you if you... Class Havertz as a midfielder, then three midfielders, but two kind of holding-ish midfielders this transfer window because obviously the the links to Caicedo as well. So it does seem obviously Lavia would be a lot more of a cheaper option than Caicedo. Obviously that £50 million price tag um, that Southampton have put onto, onto his head. Is that you say that they are probably going to? Well, you would expect them to go a little bit less, um, less in the terms of valuation of Lavia. And I would, I believe you on that. I do think that there is going to be a kind of bit of flexibility about Southampton. I think if a forty million pound, if forty million pounds comes in for a player like Romeo Lavia, I'm not saying that he's a bad player. I'm saying that I reckon Southampton would just. Would take that definitely with being in the championship they they will probably want to reinforce a little bit in, instead of holding on to that one player just because of the amount that he could be worth I think that they would I think that they would take £40 million then they can kind of reinforce try and get their way back into the Premier League and I think Romeo Lavia he do- I think it depends on what Havertz's role would be at Arsenal, whether he would play in that eight, in that number eight role. He he has done that briefly by Leverkusen. I'm not sure what kind of role Arteta has for Kai Havertz, whether it's a kind of rotation thing with Odegaard or whether he plays up front, a kind of false nine, whatever. But I think depending on what that is, that will then see what role Romeo Lavia would have at Arsenal, whether he would be a rotation player don't get me wrong, I think he'd be a very good rotation player. I think that he would be good to add to the squad depth of Arsenal for the Champions League, for the Premier League, for the FA Cup, EFL Cup, whatever. And yeah, I think clearly Arsenal, Arteta, Edu, they want to they want to bolster this squad. And I'm very happy that they do, that they're looking into these really quality players that are still young, still have so much potential because the fact that we'd be able to bolster our squad, better our squad depth will then allow us to compete at a higher level with Man City, I say for a longer period of time, well, hopefully until the end, until the end where hopefully we get to lift that uh, trophy. And I do think that we're one of the reasons why we'd be able to do that is by improving our squad depth. We've seen that when Arsenal, when an Arsenal player has had an injury, the quality hasn't been there to ro- to come in and replace. I do don't get me wrong. I think Georgina had done fantastically when Partey got injured, and there have been a kind of there has been a couple of like for like replacements, such as like Trossard for Martinelli, whatever. But I think with the midfield, it is it's quite. Difficult, especially with the fact that Partey might be on the move as well, um, because the, the likes of Lukonga, I'm, I'm going to include him. And he might be on the way out this summer. I'm not sure, but an El they just don't seem. that they're, they're not up to the quality and the standard that we want. If we're gonna, if we're gonna kind of like rotate or replace someone if they're injured, they're not up to that kind of like standard of what we're wanting at the higher level. And I think Romeo Lavia would be one of those players that I know that he's obviously got relegated, but that doesn't mean anything. You see with Ramsdale, he's been relegated twice, but we see how good he is. He's arguably the best keeper in the league now. And Romeo Lavia, I don't, I think fits that description of you can't kind of like judge a book by its cover with the fact that he has been relegated. You can't judge him on that because he is still a very good player. And Forty million pounds. I'd be. I would be happy with that signing if we were to get that deal over the line for about forty million pounds. Maybe the fifty million pound. I wouldn't. I'd be happy if we get it over the line. I just would be a bit like, why are we paying that amount of money for him if he is just going to be a rotation player? But I guess if we want to compete at that higher level with Manchester City, we have to make those type kinds of signings you've seen with man city they've they've signed players for that amount of money that are sometimes sitting on the bench are a rotation player and i think i do think that romeo lavia would actually be a good signing for arsenal and you never know in terms of valuation in terms of kind of like value for money Lavia might be a better sign in the Caicedo, that's obviously a discussion for you guys to have in the chat, whether he would be a better kind of like value for money. Because 50 million pounds, 40 million pounds for Romeo Lavia and 85 million pounds for Caicedo, there's that kind of argument there, who is a better valuation for money. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if Arteta, Edu are thinking about Lavia about that.
0: An interesting comment. Where is your evidence that he wants Arsenal <laughs> the city? He's told me, bro. He's told me. That's Trust why. me, bro. That's my <laughs> source. <laughs> That's the source. There's a lot of people commenting with capital letters. Like you don't need to be angry, man. Low, 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 low block, low block um typing is good. <laughs> Too many capital letters. But now I agree. I think it makes sense. Um he's a good player, I think he's very talented. Very press-resistant, I've said in the past. Um, he wins a lot of fouls, which I think will be good uh, for an Arsenal team. I think the midfield, I'm interesting and interested and intrigued to see what happens uh, once the transfer window has closed. Because Shaka's future, obviously that move, it seems like it is all but done. He's heading over back to the Bundesliga. Um, Thomas Party again, you, you just don't know what's going to happen with that perspective move. I know Saudi Arabia. uh, There's a lot of teams in that league. One him, Juventus won him as well. But it wouldn't be bad if we kept a player like Partey because again, he offers that quality, he offers that strength in depth, and he's a very, very good player. Injuries aside, so I just don't want to be in a position that we have a transition period in this midfield. So, if you know what I mean, I think allowing Shaka to depart would be okay, fair enough. I'd hold my hands up and say. That's that's fine. But Partey and Shaka both losing that experience in the heart of the midfield, it could be worrying. So if we can keep one, which is Partey, and add in the likes of Deccan Rice, Havertz and Lavia, I think we'll be good to go next season because we'll have um, we'll have a different type of midfield, um, different type of energy, different type of creativity. But if problems do arise Will still have that experience that party offers, especially in, in the Champions League, because he's played that competition before uh, with the Atletico Madrid. So he's, he's, he's going to be good. And Dan Mur- Dan uh, Murphy, I'm going to block you now because you just give me a headache. And I ain't got the time, you, bro. Uh, I haven't got the time, honestly. Uh, you know what's funny? When these other clubs and other fans from different uh, clubs jump on this channel, what does the channel say it is the arsenal way i don't yeah. care if you're man city chelsea tottenham if you don't like it hop off somewhere else man hop off somewhere else
1: um live rent free you know we exactly live rent free, that's why they it's, jump on it waste my
0: time man waste my time it's like 10 10 30 in the morning uh, stop giving me a headache folks stop giving me a headache we just want arsenal fans in this and if you are a good opposing fan and you do like a good conversation, we don't mind you as well. Um, last topic of this morning, uh, Charlie, Rob Holding. Um, he's been doing a tour of America. I've seen on his Instagram stories, he loves that country lifestyle, the music. But it seems that he could be potentially on the way to Turkey. Uh, Besiktas, big Turkish team, great atmosphere uh, when you go over there. they seemingly interested in a move for Rob Holding. But the funny thing is, it's a potential loan move. Uh, which which I've read. It seems that Arsenal may offer him a new contract, but I know a lot of Arsenal fans are a bit worried by that. I think that's only because they want to retain his uh, valuation. And if he does come back from that loan spell, if he is a success over in uh, a Turkey, they could sell him for profit. But I think this summer is probably the right time for Rob Holding to depart, especially if Hürion Timber comes in.
1: Yeah, I think if Timber does come in, then... It would seem like Holding doesn't really have a place in this squad anymore. He was always someone that was a backup, a bit of rotation in the in the earlier stages of the FA Cup, earlier stages of of the Carabao Cup. I know that he obviously played a couple of seasons ago. Well, I say a couple of yeah, a couple of seasons ago. He he did play quite often for us. But now that Timber's come in. Kivior seems to be making his way into the team as well. Saliba is obviously at the top. Of, well, I say at the top of his game. He's He is Saliba. He's fantastic. It, yeah, as I say, it just doesn't seem like Holding does really have a, a place in the squad. Unfortunately, because I do, I know that he's not amazing, but I do really like him. But I do also think that he does have a good, he, he adds a lot to the dressing room kind yeah. of, to atmosphere and stuff like that he's a good player for that but you can't just keep a player on just because yeah. of the atmosphere of the club uh, of the dressing room you can't just do that so obviously it if would it, be a shame if, if, it, if he if is.
0: they want that they should employ me oh yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh, so i mean yeah if they if there's just a dressing room atmosphere
0: oh, yeah. a position
1: oh. at arsenal yeah sign me up but <laughs> obviously you, you can't just have someone at the club just because of that. And I think I think personally a loan move would be best for Rob Holding because as you say, it would kind of keep his valuation, maybe even drive his valuation up a little bit. Hopefully he we would see him play a bit more at Bajiktas if he hopefully we'd see him actually start for for Bajiktas, start week in, week out. If he is to go on that loan move and then possibly we'll move him on. But yeah, I think that now now next year would be the best time for him to move on, I think, because yeah, as I say, he doesn't really have that much of a place in the squad. The only time that I do think that he would have a place is in the earlier stages of the cup, of the cup games, like the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup, like I said, Premier League, Champions League, I don't I, I don't see him playing at all really, unless we see the likes of Saliba get injured again, Kivior, and two, three centre-backs being injured in one season. Touchwood isn't going to happen, but it's a very rare thing to see. And thats I feel like that's the only way that he's going to be able to get into the team again, unfortunately, mm-hmm. as I say, because I do like him. But quality-wise, he's just not up there with where we're trying to compete at at the moment yeah
0: i think that's simple enough i think likeable guy good personality thank him for that uh, fa cup final when he get <laughs> Diego costa in, yeah. in his pocket but yeah i think the level where we're trying to get to he's just not going to play for for, for 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 this football club and i think when you look at our defensive positions and numbers that we'll have uh, next season we are stacked but we are stacked in terms of quality not just numbers uh, numbers is one thing. You can have so many numbers. We had in the past few windows. We are Pablo Mari, Cedric, um, Rob Holding. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because they were not good enough. Now, when you look at our defence, Ben White, Saliba, Gabriel, Timba, Tierney, Zinchenko, Tomiyasu, Kivio, we are stacked. That makes yeah. me excited, to be honest. <laughs> uh, we'll take a few of the questions before we wrap up. Yeah. Um, Charlie, if Arsenal to land rice, it does raise massive questions to the personnel responsible, for example, Kronke's edu, Richard Garlick, whether they can or will land a number one transfer target in the future. I agree with this. I think this deal is big for the backroom staff, for the ownership, to basically show the rest of Europe that we are serious, that we can attain our number one targets. If they don't, it will be a slap in the face because we've done so much work for the past seven months. And to not get a player like Declan Rice in the door, people won't take us seriously. They'll know that whenever Arsenal go for a number one target every window, that team or will just have a price that they probably value their player, and they'll know Arsenal are the type of team to fold. So, how big is this to get this deal over the line?
1: It is. Uh, I, I would actually use the word crucial for Arsenal. I'm not saying that if we don't get it over the line, we're not going to be able to get other players in the club, etc. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is a high profile player like Declan Rice, if we're to get if we can get him over the line, then teams players will be thinking, Oh, you know what? Arsenal, they've got a bit about them now. They're they're getting these good players in, they're improving their team really well. But then, if that doesn't happen, then you are questioning Arsenal as a football club in terms of recruitment. Because, as you say, there's that seven months of of like background, kind of like digging. There's been the no talks over from with Arsenal and West Ham. The valuation came out a while ago, but we ha- we don't seem to be matching that. I know that that is part of a negotiation process. You do see where that where their flexibility will stand. But if that doesn't get over the line, then you are thinking, well, are we actually going to be able to bring a high high profile player in into the club sometime in the future? Are we going to be able to do that? And my, my answer would, my answer straight away, thinking if we're not going to be able to get Declan Rice in, it would be no, that we wouldn't be able to get someone. So I'm not saying that he is one of the best players in the world, but I'm just saying that he does have quite a high profile. He is a very popular player. He's very, very good quality. It just doesn't seem like if we're not going to be able to get him over the line, who who else aren't we going to be able to get in over the line that possibly wants to? I'm not saying I'm not saying that everyone wants to move to Arsenal, but say someone would like to move to Arsenal or, or is interested in a move to Arsenal, but is quite a high, pl- high profile player and a club kind of like puts out their valuation for him. My confidence wouldn't be so high if we are to try and sign that specific player because we wouldn't be able to get Declan Rice over the line. So I think in terms of the way forward for Arsenal, I'd be very, very disappointed if we don't get this deal done because of what kind of like consequences it could have for the future of Arsenal in terms of recruitment. I do think that it is actually quite a crucial signing for Arsenal.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's massive. Uh, question by Stevie. Um, I'll, I'll take this. Should we go for Yusuf Fafana regardless if you land Rice? So, an interesting report um, from the mail, I think, of Sami Mokbul last night. Um, I think he released the information that Manchester City have bid uh, for Declan Rice, but Arsenal will obviously table a third bid. But it seems that Arsenal's backup options include Yusuf Fafana of, of Monaco. Um, decent player, but when you talk about potential backups if we don't sign Deccan Rice it would be underwhelming to be honest Um, he's been capped by France 10 times Um, he he is a very good player but when you have Deccan Rice for so many months you're chasing one of the best players in Europe um, 100 million price tag and if you don't get that deal over the line anyone apart from that would seem underwhelming. Obviously, you've got other players, which I don't think would be underwhelming, such as Barella uh, of Inter Milan. I think he would be a top, top signing. That wouldn't be underwhelming for me. Frankie Dijon, again, not realistic probably, but that wouldn't be uh, underwhelming. So there are options in and and around Europe. But when you talk about a player like Yusuf Afana, I think Yusuf Afana is someone that if you get Deccan Rice, you could add on top of that. But you'd obviously be looking for someone like Romeo Lavia, but if you didn't want Romeo Lavia and you wanted someone someone different, Fafana would be that name. But, yeah, if, if, if we don't get Rice and a player like Fafana comes available, um, I would be uh, quite underwhelmed. Um, one more question, I think there was. This is fair enough. You need to stop losing your marbles over this rice thing. Arsenal won't collapse because of no rice. He's not that special. <laughs> this is the thing with the. Uh, yeah, maybe people may have a point that he may not be worth the fee which is being touted. I can understand that because that's fair enough. In, in past windows, it would be crazy to pay £100 million for a player which is known as a defensive minded midfielder. But we're in the modern era. You have to pay the big pucks if you want to get close to Manchester City. There's a reason why Mikel Arteta wants Deccan Rice. There's a reason why he has done the groundwork for so many months. There's a reason why this is his priority player. Arteta sees something in Deccan Rice. And if he does see something in Declan Rice, which is something unique and which is something special, we have to back the manager. We have to back the manager because I think Arteta deserves to be backed. Last season. We, we we eclipsed a, a great total in in the Premier League, a total that, which I never expected. Especially in the first half of the season, we we accumulated fifty points and we played one of the best football um, in and around Europe. And he got us in, back into the Champions League. We faltered towards the end, but Arteta done a great job. Now give him the players that he wants, so we go a step further and try and win this Premier League title. There is no point just competing with Manchester City. We are not here to compete. We are here to take over. We want to win the Premier League title. We want to win the Champions League. That's what we want at this football club. So, yeah, maybe he may not be that special when you when you compare to past players, but he's a player which Mikel Atea wants. He's a player which I think would offer so much to this Arsenal awesome team, not only from a performance and technical quality, but from a leadership aspect, from a personality aspect and from a statement so yeah that's the last thing i'm going to say edu if you're watching get on the blower ring david sullivan and get this deal over the line and I'll, i expect to see a third bit uh, this afternoon and I'm, I'm quite confident that we will see something break uh, this afternoon but charlie much appreciate for jumping on this morning mate thank you for having me and thank you for everyone watching once again yeah 100 yeah if you have enjoyed the show uh, folks please make sure to drop a like subscribe um got a transfer insight show dropping this afternoon um with a dutch football expert on hoodie and timber is a great show to be fair uh, a lot about who and timbers quality strengths and what he could potentially potentially offer this arsenal team so yeah keep your notifications um turned on for that but yeah if you have enjoyed the show drop a like if you haven't i don't care unsubscribe but yeah if you have enjoyed the show drop a like comment subscribe and keep following us down the arsenal way